You're listening to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast with Carol Joy Side. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. We are very excited to share that a brand new seminar is available in our online store. It's called Returning to Our Roots of Greatness. Carol taught it a couple years ago, and we finally made it available for everyone to hear. Check it out in our online store. Great books have the power to change the course of our lives, but it isn't always easy to find the very best books. Our friend at the Yellow House Story Shop is working to change that. Chelsea Jacobs and her husband, Mark, have been attending Carol's seminars for over a decade. In the last few years, they opened a bookshop offering timeless tales, vintage treasures, and living children's literature, because reading good books makes every house a home. In this episode, Carol talks with Chelsea about books and the bookshop, and you don't want to miss the advice Chelsea gives to homeschool moms in the thick of it. Listen in. Hey, everybody. I am sitting with my dear friend, Chelsea Jacobs from Dallas, Texas. Welcome, Miss Chelsea. Hi, thank you. Chelsea is on my board, and we have been partners in crime for quite a few years. She and her family uh, live in the Dallas area, and they have four children, three girls, and a darling little boy that they adopted from Africa. But we're not going to be talking too much about her family today. We're going to talk about her newest baby, which <laughs> is her new website. So, Chelsea, tell us about your new website. Well, it's kind of been a long process of uh, moving my bookshop that's located in Dallas online. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be, it's been working for the last six months or so, and we just keep improving it and adding to it. Um, but it's a bookshop online basically for Really, it's very a curated list of books for a variety of book lists, including yours, as well as just living literature for kids. Mm-hmm. So I've been running that since 2019 locally in Dallas and then also um, through Instagram and some other ways. But we wanted to streamline it and make it a resource that people could get to from wherever they live. Yeah. So that's kind of our new project. <laughs> I love it. And I love the name of the bookshop. Tell us where you got it. Yeah, my book. What's shop, the name of it? It's called Yellow House Story Shop. Um, I think we may have talked about it when we talked about books before, but it's um, the shop is spelled with the British ending, so S H O P P E, and that that came around when we were. I was talking with my youngest sister who has toddlers, and she was just overwhelmed by the selection um, at our local used bookstore, and she just asked if I would kind of curate a collection of starter books, mm. and that really just became this seed planted in our whole family of being able to offer books that we know are tried and true and stood the test of time and have changed our family, blessed us in so many ways. So we began just gathering um, the books that we've loved for so many years. Mm-hmm. And I began setting up in my in my own home, just a little pop-up shop for families to come and not only shop, but have community. And I get to talk to them about books, which is my favorite thing. Yes. Um, and so then when COVID hit, we moved into a, um, a little shop location near our house. So through all of that process, um, we began just brainstorming, what is it that we would want our shop known for mm-hmm. um, as far as the name goes? And really so much of our family has been formed around the books that we've read and great ones from your list. And so one of our very, very favorites is Mother Carrie's Chickens. 
by Kate Douglas Wiggin. Um, it was a life-changing book for us, just mm. really um, just a significant time. You know, you read the right books at the right time, and they yes. really do change you. Yes. And that's what happened with that book. So one thing I loved about Mother Carrie is that they are they really inherit this home. Um, She's a single mom. Her mm-hmm. husband has died. And really and- her daughter is the one who writes the letter and requests this house that had meant a lot to them when their dad was alive. And it's just the sweetest story of them making a house into a home. It was not in great condition, but she works with the little that she has to make this home beautiful. And she brings in nature and she finds old wallpaper in the attic that she uses. And I just loved um, the mothering that she's doing, but also just the modeling she's doing for children and making a place beautiful. Um, And so for me, that's, as we talked with our kids about it, that was what books have done for us, that they make Every house a home, which is my little tagline of my shop. Um, so I, they named their house in the book Yellow House. So that's where my name originated. Was the Yellow House Story Shop. We're hoping that these books turn houses into homes all over the place. Mm. And then, as I was telling my kids, my oldest daughter um, just looked at me with big eyes and said, "Mom, it's also our Yellow House," because they had a yellow playhouse in the backyard for years and years where all of these great stories we were reading, they spent every afternoon outside, you know, playing those stories out. So they, you know, were the characters of Narnia or they were, you know, acting out. Yeah, they were little women. (laughs) They, yeah, acted out all the stories we read, um, all the history stories. You know, they survived World War II together and all those things. (laughs) Love it. So it hadn't even hit me, but she's the one that noticed that also is another connection for our name. So that's Mm. what it's called. Um, Really just just a tribute to the legacy that books have been in our own family. And the fact that that's what I'm hoping to offer other families Mm. is just those experiences that really do. Yeah. They make, um, the atmosphere in life that Charlotte Mason talks about. They just change you. So that's, that's where it came from. That's so sweet. So today I put it on my bookmark. Is that what it's called? (laughs) I'm so low tech (laughs) on my bookmark on my laptop because, um, so these are, Used books, Mm -hmm. incredibly reasonably priced. Most of them are $5. (laughs) I mean, I don't think you can even buy coffee. I don't know. I don't drink coffee. (laughs) But let me tell you, $5 spent at this bookshop is worth $500 spent in a lot of other ways in life. Because one little $5 book can change the destiny of your children's lives. Mm, So true. And you are not selling, you know, Donald Duck books, Mm -hmm. right? Or Little Princess from, you know, I don't know, Disney books or whatever. These (laughs) are hand-picked books that you would want for your children and your family. Mm -hmm. And most of these books you already, of course, own for yourself. Yes. And now these are duplicates. So you're sharing the wealth with other families. And you and Mark work really hard. You go to, I'm sure, where where do you get a lot of your books? Because you work very hard at this. Yes, well, it's a it's a fun work to do. <laughs> <laughs> Some people think it's, that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's the best kind of job to me. But um, so we we travel quite a bit yes. as a family, and so we will collect them along the way. Mm-hmm. We always have done that. Yeah. Um, but yes, our shelves are full, teeming. They're full. full. So getting to do that on behalf of other families is mm. just the biggest joy. So a lot of ours are mm. collected along the way on trips. Yes. Um, no matter where we're going, we yes. look up the local library sales mm. and the local. Um, thrift stores and state sales. Yes. Mm -hmm. So they're all, they're all secondhand. Mm -hmm. Um, but I am 
very selective on quality. Yes. I really want them to be ones that I would have in my own my library. own library. Amen. So those, those matter to me a lot. And if they're not perfect, then I work mm. really hard to get them there. So I yes. just want to restore them to the point where a family would be thrilled to get it in the mm. mail. So it is a labor of love for sure. Yes. I, just, I love it so much. Yes. Um, and yeah, and then we... We also have started in the last couple of months doing buyback for families that are homeschooling okay. or families who maybe um, their kids are older. Mm-hmm. We have quite a few families um, who have just collected multiple copies of books like yes. we have Yes, who want, you know, it's hard to find, mm-hmm. you know, you take them to the local used bookstore and you get, you know, a, Five few, cents. a few cents mm-hmm. for your beautiful treasures. Right. So we really wanted to offer a place where books could be. Yeah, we could we could restore Recycled. them and recycle them to families who need them, and then those families are also making a little more off mm. of their books than they would have. So we yeah. do have a buyback program that started and it's gone really well, and mm. I love that I get books on my porch now, and Aww. you know, or through the mail. We had one sweet friend of mine who decided to sell quite a bit of her collection, yeah, um, and she sent them in the mail, and I was able. To, I mean, there were countless families who purchased what she had collected oh. and she had done that work and um, had multiples of different things. And so anyway, Beautiful. it's really a sweet thing. Oh, and I love how reasonable your shipping rates are. I think it's like what, $5 up to $8 maximum. Mm-hmm. And then once a family is spending $50, which is a real burden, but someone's got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> After $50, who doesn't spend $50 on great books? Then their shipping is free, correct? Right, yes. Yeah, you we, can't beat that. Yeah, we, we want these in people's hands, and we want them to be, yeah, just libraries being built all over the place. So yes. that's one thing that we yes. feel strongly about. Yes, so. and if I can just give a plug for supporting family businesses from people that you respect and trust who have done the work for you, um, valuing those people and not thinking, oh, well, maybe I could get this for a dollar less from some, you know, completely antagonistic human being that doesn't love <laughs> our family or God. Um, but instead, really honoring. Um, in the South, there's a little phrase, dance with the one that brung you. And so when someone has done work and poured into your family out of love, we want to reward them by supporting their business. Because if you don't, make a profit if you don't if people don't buy from you you will go out of business Mm. and that would be a huge loss to the homeschool community and to all families that you don't have to be a homeschooler to love your books so what you're doing is creating a legacy um, going forward because many of these books will be out of print or already are out of print Mm -hmm. because they talk about god and they talk about traditional marriage and things that People, believe it or not, find offensive. I know that's right. shocking, but it's true. And and so to really um, build a library for our grandchildren, not even for our children. Like, of course, we're building it for our children. Mm-hmm. But think on the long haul, how quickly you will be grandparents as well as just parents. Yes. And having those books available for your grandchildren that won't be available easily anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. we have found that already, you know, libraries are just getting rid of these in by the dozens. Yes. Um, I even saw a, a free, they weren't in great condition, but a free stack of Dolaires. Oh, stop. From a library. And I tried to not look too over, yeah. <laughs> over thankful that Anxious. they were sitting there. Yeah. Um, so, but the, yeah, that's the reality that we're facing. And so I do feel like it's my personal responsibility to go rescue all mm-hmm. of these books. So that's I right. do try my best to get them into other families' hands um, before they're hard to find 
It's or a, harder to find. Yeah, already hard to find. So you're like having a grandma who's really, really literary, who who can steer the ship <laughs> for these young families. Yes. So right. having said that, so let's remind them of how to reach out to you, and then I want to turn a corner. Yeah. So the name of the website is? So it's Yellow House Story Shop with the PPE ending, dot com. I'm also on Instagram, um, so you can find me there, and then the links to the, the website are also included there. On Instagram, I feature um, the new books that we're adding each Friday. Mm-hmm. We add new inventory every Friday. Great. And so... Um, Wednesday, Thursday, sometimes not until Friday, mm-hmm. I'll share some pictures that just preview what's going to be up in the shop. Oh. That way, those who are looking for specific things mm-hmm. um, can find them a little bit ahead of time and mm. plan plan their shopping. Um, but yes, so either way on Instagram or straight to the website. The website is organized by book list and by collection, so you mm-hmm. can look for picture books or search mm-hmm. for something specific. Or they also have pictures of all the books. So you can Mm. search just by looking at all the treasures. And the logo is worth the price of the ride. It is the most (laughs) adorable logo that your sweet sister created for you. Yes. Well, the website my sister did and the logo my daughter did long ago. Oh, that's right. It's been a family project, truly. They have all the gifts that I don't have. So it is so (laughs) charming. It just makes me want to crawl into the screen and go live in that little yellow house that's your logo. I love it. Homeschooling doesn't have to be complicated to be effective, but you do need a plan. If you're looking to get a better grasp on a literature-based approach to education, you need to attend one of our upcoming 2024 seminars. My son JJ and I will teach four workshops throughout the day to help you develop your own philosophy of education, make your child a lover of books, use classical literature to teach history, and create your own creative curriculum. You'll receive newly updated book lists that are worth their weight in gold. Plus, you'll have the chance to rub shoulders with other like-minded families using this method in your area. At the end of the day, you'll leave refreshed and encouraged. Get $15 off when you register during early bird registration, which is going on right now. Visit our website, homeschoolmadesimple.net forward slash seminars. That's homeschoolmadesimple.net forward slash seminars. Now back to the show. Well, Chelsea, you've been in the homeschool movement um, how many years? When did you start with kind of my, thinking about homeschooling? Yeah, my oldest is twenty. One, okay. so that would be about sixteen years or so. Mm-hmm. Really thinking about homeschooling before that, I but wondered. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. it was a process for me. I think I talked about this. We mm-hmm. did talk about this on our on my other on podcast, the last podcast, and that podcast that we did talked about diversity in children's literature. Mm-hmm. And we, um, I don't know the number, but Rachel will put that on the show uh, notes. But because you have a child from Africa. That has opened your awareness and heightened it. For sure. And so many of our families um, either are people of color or have adopted children of other um, ethnicities. And so it's so fun to say, oh, here's a whole bunch of wonderful books mm-hmm. that will, where the children will look like your child. Yes. So important. Yes. Yeah. There's some sweet ones out there. Yes. So yes, we did get to talk about that. And um, and even just my journey into homeschooling, you know, I was one of those who really thought someone else was an expert mm-hmm. and that I had a lot to learn. So I 
wasn't sure I could do um, the homeschooling job. Mm. And it was just coming to your seminars that mm. really gave me the confidence that this was a job that um, God himself had had gifted me for, yes. um, gifted us for. We really yes. learned alongside each other. I learned right alongside my kids, mm. you know, after the education I had. Yes. <laughs> there was a lot to learn. Yeah. So it was really an adventure from the beginning. But yeah, I've been around, see, heard your seminars dozens and dozens of times. I'm not even mm. sure how many times. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it's been um, just the sweetest, most fruitful journey. Now I have two in college and one a junior in high school and um, just seeing they're just thriving, and it really is because of the homeschooling um, atmosphere that they were able to to grow up in. Yes, so you were just telling me off the air about some fun stories that the professors were mm-hmm. telling you when you went to visit one of your girls, and yes. how the fruit is being born yes. in their lives, and people are are seeing it and calling it out, and. And how one of the professors was commenting about um, that that your daughter was homeschooled. Yes. And you're like, well, duh, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was surprised mm-hmm. um, because of how what a good student she is, yeah. how hardworking she is, and how um, personable she is. How mm. she's, you know, in conversation with the professor, and she's like, and I didn't know she was homeschooled. So mm. I got to share that that actually is the reason why many of the reasons why. Um, she, she is a successful fine student. Yeah. She's been self-motivated. You know, she's mm. been learning herself all of these years and she loves learning, you know, that hasn't been squashed out of her. And then she also has, you know, so many of our homeschooling kiddos are spending their whole life interacting with adults yes. and um, caring a lot about other people and their stories. So that it didn't surprise me, but it was sweet to hear for sure. From, yeah. from the director of a department, your students learning from it was, it was sweet. Of and him I love that he said that how, how she was asking about their family, the professor's families mm-hmm. and things like that, because the homeschool kids tend to be more altruistic, I think, mm-hmm. more um, not so me focused. Let's talk about me. Let's, I know, let's talk about me. That's my favorite subject. Isn't it your favorite subject? <laughs> but instead showing compassion and interest in other people's lives and how that really stood out for her generation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's what a compliment it is, to you. It is definitely as well. Mm-hmm. And even just to, to the way God forms these kids mm-hmm. when they have the space and time Yes, um, to hear him. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really sweet to watch them grow up and, yes. and soar. Yes, and soar. <laughs> so let's turn a corner, and I'd love you to speak to the new generation of homeschoolers. You work with young moms at your church. You work mm-hmm. in women's ministry part-time, and um, that is a passion and a gift that you have. But the old lady, Chelsea, now looking back <laughs> to you know Chelsea in her 20s or early mm-hmm. 30s or whatever, what are some of the things you'd love to really share with this upcoming generation, maybe giving them a different perspective um, from your experience? Hmm. I think it's specifically for homeschooling um, and really for parenting, I guess, in general, there's just been such a shift since I was that age in um, just the amount of information that's available to mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. And although that has that has some value, there's definitely some treasures that are found that way. Um, I do, I just sense that there's just a, there's just a lot of overwhelming... Um, overload. Overload <laughs> and just decision fatigue. You know, it's just mm-hmm. constantly wondering if something else might be better. Yes. Whether that be a parenting philosophy mm-hmm. or specifically for homeschooling, a mm-hmm. certain curriculum or a way of living 
Um, and so I just, I guess if I could give something away, it was just the simplicity. We just had this richness that I didn't really know was, you know, just the value that it is in um, just keeping things simple and keeping mm. things life-giving in our home. Yes. You know, not a lot of, I mean, I surely, of course, I had days where you're doubting if you're doing it right. Uh, you know, who doesn't? I think it helps a lot having them go to college and watch them thrive and yes. realize that, yeah, the Holy Spirit is with your children. Mm-hmm. He is with your family. He is guiding what's happening at your table and on your porch, you know, sofa, and <laughs> in your backyard. Right. You know, right. He is um, the one teaching your children, as Isaiah says. You know, and so just I guess the gift of being of assurance of knowing like He has them, yes. and you get to delight in them and in learning with them. In that there's a there's just gifts that will come. You know, mm-hmm. just from just from having an environment of learning and of loving each other and um, just keeping it really simple. Yes. And as you look at this young generation, what are some of the specific areas you feel like they're kind of falling off the turnip truck? Mm. What are some of the I think it's not any different probably than than when we were that age, just, you know, overcommitting your family time, overcommitting to all the the extra things. Mm -hmm. You know, homeschoolers can get sucked into it possibly even more. Yes. Um, There's just always other things. And there are some things that bring value, but just really discerning what our kids (laughs) need most Mm -hmm. and how little they really need outside, um, which is hard. I think for each family, it's going to be different. And that's the other thing I would say is just understanding and finding confidence in the fact that we should all look different. If the the Holy Spirit is the one guiding our family, then all of our children will learn different differently. They will, you know, what we do as a family will look different than maybe the next family. And really, um, instead of comparison or, mm-hmm. you know, wondering up constantly if, yeah, if you're doing <laughs> enough, um, just trusting that for your children and for mm-hmm. this time that this is enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I see a lot of overcommitment, which I know we did as well. Um, it just can happen so easily, but just taking a step back and discerning, you know, the time just goes so fast. And people told me that, too. Um, but, you know, I we were I got to travel to Israel this last spring with my oldest mm-hmm. um, as a graduation gift. She's about to graduate from college. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the dinner at the dinner table one night, a, a woman from our church asked Kendall, like, what was what's the biggest value of being raised the way you were um, in your home? What is, what is one of the treasures from that, I think is how she asked it. And Kendall just said, just the conversations, like to truly have my parents as my best friends, mm-hmm. to be able to just have time to, to discuss what's going on in the world, to discuss what we're reading. Um, Shagit has just shaped me in every way. And it was sweet to hear that, just to know like it wasn't a curriculum. Mm-hmm. It wasn't all the extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. It was time around our table talking you know sometimes we were in when they were in high school and now in college we are talking till you know one in the morning about <laughs> some you wow. know world issue just because they're passionate and they care um, but it's because they've had time to care and to learn and to um, process yeah, to process with us mm-hmm. so just remembering that this time goes fast mm-hmm. and there is such value in just being present mm-hmm. and just connecting to them and yeah. learning alongside them so yes yeah and how does this model that you used compare with maybe the flavor of the month that families are being, you know, kind of that siren song. Well, Mm. come and do this. Well, aren't you doing this? What's wrong with you? What are you thinking? How are you going to get into Harvard like that? 
And so mm-hmm. what, what was the model? How would you define or describe the model that you use so successfully with your children? Yeah, I mean, we have done your philosophy since the beginning. And I think just the model of, um, first of all, just togetherness mm-hmm. and that we're looking at God's hand through every subject we study, mm-hmm. you know, God's story through time. Mm-hmm. And that um, it, that doesn't require outside curriculum. It doesn't require extra work. Um, they, are, they are created in such individual and gifted ways. And this time is just helping them find what those are, you know, and, and following the Lord's plan for them. So I don't know if that answered your question, mm-hmm. but I think the philosophy is really just um, training a child on the way they will go mm-hmm. and and getting to be, yeah, the one right alongside them to do that. Talk about history being the core of the curriculum. Mm-hmm. We love history at our house. And I think, um, again, I said this earlier, but that's how I learned history is through these amazing books through that teaching we got your to children. read. Yes. So through, did I. Through homeschooling. So I, did I. I, it was, you know, my least favorite subject in, in public school uh, because it was dates and times that were not connected to anything Barrels. else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just learning this way, like getting to read stories about amazing people and then the hard parts of our history, but getting to talk about those together and, and read stories that truly are hidden in our hearts still. Mm -hmm. I mean, they just are just the most powerful books. Um, So we have always, that has been the core of everything we've done. Mm -hmm. Again, seeing God's hand through time, um, how he changes people, how he changes nations, and how he sovereignly, yeah, controls time and space and stories and all that. But um, what I love is my my oldest daughter is a history major um, and wanting to do museum work and is about to graduate. And just seeing what we may have just thought of as this is the core, this is what we do, um, has become a life passion for her, mm-hmm. of telling untold stories, <laughs> of um, honoring those in the past. And, and, you know, she wants to do museum work. So that's really important work that, yes. we, that we need people yes. passionate about. So, again, you're just raising these kids who care a lot about the story of God through time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's been foundational mm-hmm. for us. Wow. Well, this has been so great, and you have so much to offer to this next generation, and I just am going to keep mining the resource that you are mm-hmm. until you're in the old folks' home. <laughs> I'll still come in there and interview you there. <laughs> so would you mind praying for these young families? Of that course. Are Thanks. Father, we thank you that you care so much about our families, that you have formed them and made them and that you um, direct our lives, that you care um, so deeply about the paths that we're on, that you enable us to do all that you've asked us to do, that you equip us for this call of educating to, alongside our children at home. Mm-hmm. And God, I just pray for the, the moms and dads out there who are maybe on the beginning of this road. Mm-hmm. God, that you would just give them the confidence to know that they're following you and that your voice is clear and that you do um, guard and guide them as they faithfully steward what you've been given, what they've been given through you. And so I just thank you that we can trust you, that you are good and you have good for these families, that they can um, spend their days learning alongside their kids, having great conversation, letting them play and discover the world, um, and just they can rest in you, that it's been accomplished, that you have written their stories and that you can, um, they can just watch you do the work that you promised to do. So I just thank you for 
the way that has been true in my own life and in my kids' lives. And um, I just pray a blessing over each family who's listening, mm-hmm. that you would continue to just to guide them and to reassure them and to sing over them. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Mm, amen. Thank you, Chelsea, for being a bright light with Mark, your sweet husband, and your mm-hmm. kids, um, modeling that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Mm-hmm. You have truly modeled that. And you've enriched my life and the life of so many others. So blessings. Thank you. You've been listening to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast with Carol Joy Side. If you want to check out Chelsea's bookshop, you'll find links to her website and Instagram account in the show notes. We also have exciting news about our in-person seminars. We are now partnering with the Yellow House Story Shop to bring both new and used books to our seminars. We are so excited about this partnership and thrilled to keep getting great books into families' hands. Visit our website, homeschoolmadesimple.net forward slash seminars to see our 2024 schedule. We hope you make plans to join us. Thanks for joining us this week on the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. I'm Rachel Winchester. Be sure to join us next time as we help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Blessings. Blessings.